Hello, everyone, and welcome to the year-end wrap-up for the Nick and James podcast, and happy belated Christmas to you all. 21, 2021 wrap-up, wrap, wrap, wrap-up. Yeah. Uh, so unwrap-up because this was following Christmas, and you unwrap things. God, you're a dork. <laughs> um, so we're going to do what everyone does at this time of year and do, you know, kind of a top 10 kind of thing. We each have... Uh, five top things of the year and then we'll list off one bottom thing of the year each trying to stay positive here and we'll end it with our favorite movie our favorite video game our favorite tv show and our favorite video that we made this year Mm -hmm. Um, so let's get started right away with your first top my first top is probably the most obvious my book uh gentleman's club by nt hergot got released no, I don't think you needed to add the in author October. information. <laughs> I don't know. We might not be the same person. It's a pen name. We're basically different. We're, we're basically bros. I guess it's kind of a pen name. Um, that got released in October. Um, it was a huge thing leading up to it. It was a big surprise to release it that early. Um, and it was just complete chaos in the best and worst way. But I'm really glad that I finally got it out there. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um you want to talk more about it or are you um, just going like, to leave it hanging there? I am the worst person in the world to talk about my own stuff. Um, it's, it's What do I talk about? Like like what the book's about? <laughs> I don't know what the book's about. Sell. Sell, sell, sell. Uh, the book is about the story of Luca Wexler, who is a 17-year-old um, high school student who is beginning his budding career and being a street a crime fight not street fighting crime fighting vigilante uh this is a superhero story it takes place takes takes place in a superhero world and this is kind of him uh getting out in the streets with his training wheels off um and how he gets wrapped up in a terrorist plot as you do as one does uh, starting out strong for 17 uh hopefully he's not going to peak at 17 but you know um, here's hoping he is that kind of uh, jockish, sportsy personality type. Yeah. Um, I've uh, I have a lot of great people who are really giving me really fantastic feedback. I'm getting a lot it's of it's gotten very, great reviews, very positive feedback. I'm very grateful for. I am sad that one person uh, changed. The, I got uh, on Goodreads. I got a one star review, and this was the one where it was like I didn't like this. I got. 50, I got about 60% through it and I had to stop because it was too anti-capitalist. I'm like, why is that a one star? Like, Yeah. And then, and then they, they changed the review like the next day just to say was, just did not finish. I was so excited to screen cap that. I wanted to keep that's that an forever. Ad. I loved it. That's was, an ad for your audience. Oh, I was so mad. <laughs> I was, I was going to screen cap it. I'm so angry about it. Um, but yeah, since then, like I've had some It's people. like they realized, oh, this they could use this as an ad. <laughs> Yes, but um, I just uh, I've had some really great people that I can ju- I, I do have people that I can just talk about my character ad nauseum to because I love this guy Luca mm-hmm. he's like my favorite person in the world no offense uh, <laughs> um, I talk about him like he's a real person and uh, some people find that unsett- unsettling some people find that endearing um, I could talk about him all day and I could talk about and you have many times yes um, I have big plans for the future the way the series goes I'm planning for about uh, five books um, and I'm probably gonna pepper in some short stories and novelettes in there yeah um, he actually um, wrote one mm-hmm. for this Christmas yep. but 
it wasn't going to be ready to go out before Christmas. So now yeah. it will go out next Christmas as a An advent of the coming second. Book. Yeah. As a free ebook for everyone to pick up for free mm-hmm. leading into the sequel for Queen and Colony. It's Avalon uh, Night 2 for Queen and Colony. Yeah. Um, the, the the holiday special, though, is going to be called a very Luca non-denominational holiday special. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, have to get some new Luca art with like a... I do. A, uh, a Santa hat with a... Do you a... know the other guy who did the um, fan art that I showed you? Yeah. The really, I want him to do it. Like just The other guy. The other the other fellow um, who did the, the Luca fan art. Don't, don't like help I like, think, market I them think or his anything. Na- I think his name is John Barb. I don't know because I just knew mo- mostly through Discord. Yeah. So I don't know if that's a real name or if it's just a handle. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for some fan art because uh, Bumblebee, who is mm-hmm. a regular contributor on the Discord and on Minecraft. Always a presence on the Patreon. And, she, and they, on they all of the live streams. They are a fantastic per- person. I love them so much. Yeah. Um, they did a wonderful piece of fan art of me that I immediately fell in love with. Yeah, just a sketch. And like, yeah. I was like, I want to put that on things. Mm-hmm. I want that as official. Like, how much? Like, I, I need to pay you for this. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. and I just got so excited by it. Like, and now she's like, yeah, when you, when you perfecting asked, it. Yeah, I, I feel so bad because when you asked for it, she lowballed herself so much. Like, oh, so bad. People do. So it. bad. It's like, no, honey. I'm like no, that is that is fantastic oh, sh- work. Shit, I I think her I think their pronouns are they them, or they he. I can't quite remember. Really? Uh, I can check right now. Actually, um, sorry, Bumble. I'm really bad, so bad at everyone's pronouns, and I really apologize. I kind of I try to stick to they them just as a. I started with they them, and then I think I just got uh, off course because I just don't. I can't. I have such a hard time keeping up. <laughs> Um, Especially because I don't even I for most people I don't have faces to go off of. So Yeah. It's really hard. I just have like um So I kinda default to they them until I am told otherwise. <laughs> yeah, it looks fluid, um, from what I can gauge on the Discord. It's not giving me information. Awkward silence. Awkward silence. Fill the silence with a song. Hello my baby, hello my darling. Hello, my ragtime gal. I don't it's know the rest the of the words. Of yeah, so they, them. Uh, stick with them. That seems to be the tags they've got on Discord. So um, I'm going to switch now to your thing. my first top. Your first topic. Your first top. My first top, which was the Killing Stalking video. Um, I don't think it's my best video. I don't think it's my best shot video. Mm-hmm. It was certainly my most infuriating video <laughs> to actually make because we shot it four times. Um, and each time it got simpler and simpler and then ended up just being me with a, a bunch of pictures in the background mm-hmm. and people were like, oh my God, that's amazing. that's so great. I'm like, all right then. Um, but basically because my channel was doing well. Mm-hmm. Before the Killing Stalking video came out. You know, there were people showing up to the live stream. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, like the like, Billy yeah. and Teddy video had come out about a month and a half before. And that was doing really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, clicked publish on the Killing Stalking video, uh, mm-hmm. Romance is Dead. Basically assuming nothing. Because I was like, this is a weird, obscure Korean comic. No one's going to watch this video. That you're making in response to comments on the Billy yeah, and Teddy video. For, because they had kind of called me out and I was like, okay, I need to read this thing. And then I read it and I was like, what is this? Um, 
And so I made it not thinking, you know, no one's going to watch this because it's a weird, violent Korean comic book web comic and no one's going to watch this. And now it has 1.2 million views. The author of the work, uh, Kugi, has gotten in touch with me through her publisher to say that she really liked the video. Um, the video has been used as examples of uh, fan culture in other video essayists' videos. It has been mentioned in like theses mm-hmm. for in university, and it, like, you look at my my subscriber numbers. Um, and it's like, you know, good tick up like normal. And then April 1st hits the killing stalking video comes out and suddenly there's a Mount Everest in the graph. Mm -hmm. And so that is definitely a top thing for me for 2021 because it just, it took what I was doing as a hobby and made it possible to take more seriously. Mm -hmm. And if you really look at my videos before killing stalking, a lot of them were just, you know, me standing in front of a, yeah. of a microphone yeah. or me at my desk or something like that. And then suddenly after that, I was like, I'm going to put effort into this. The Billy and Teddy one was the first one we were kind of like, let's play around with this a little bit. Yeah. So we did the green screen yeah. and the hexagon. We did, we did the switching, the switching spots. That was fun. We should do something like that again sometime. Yeah. Like I think there'll, I think there'll be stuff like that mm-hmm. probably in the upcoming Showgirls video. Oh yeah. I, oh. I know exactly what I want to wear for that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I have an outfit planned for that. My favorite shot, in the in- my favorite mirrored shot in the entire movie. I want to, mi- I want to mimic that. Like, okay. Well, well, that. We'll, I'm so excited. We'll leave it up for I'm people's so excited. imagination until the video is actually finished. <laughs> what, what favorite shot is that? Is it the pool scene? <laughs> the- well, I hope not because I, we don't have a pool. Am I going to be wearing nipple tassels? I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> um... But yeah, definitely the Killing Stalking video is my first top because it's just... It was a game changer. For me, yeah. Not just a game changer. It was a life changer. Literally. Because, you know, before that, I was, you know, in a job that I was was fine with. I was in marketing. And then when things kind of fell apart there, instead of being like, okay, I'm going to... You know, during a pandemic, I'm going to hunt for a new job in marketing. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I might be able to do mm-hmm. make a go with this. Yeah. And there was a bit of a worry in the summer, um, which we learned that YouTube kind of dries up in the summer. Yeah, it just dies in the summer. So, like, you know, we're, we're taking accounts for that. Because who wants strategies. to stay in yeah. and watch YouTube videos when you can go out? Especially and- when this summer there was a lockdown lift. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so, like, we're preparing for that for that next maybe year. Maybe that's what's going to happen every year now. It's just going to be lockdowns all winter, and then the summer it'll be lifted. And, and then, then we won't learn our lesson. And then, you know, um, the... the We actually just got off... From, Omega beta virus. We actually just set up, uh, got off the couch from watching Don't Look Up. Um, big feels, big pandemic feels about that movie. Yeah. It wasn't um, made about the pandemic, but God <laughs> it damn, it's prescient. so well. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so... Killing stalking video. This is great because my next point actually plays off of that. My second. Do it. T- what? Do it. Do what? I was asking like, does it? Yeah. But I was saying do, do it. Oh, do it. Okay. I thought it was a command. Okay. English no. is weird. Um, English is English. My are weird. second top is that I started to get paid for doing writing. 
Yeah. Yep. Um, and it was specifically the Billy and Teddy video that you're like, uh, Nick, you wrote like half of this video. Please take some money for it. And I'm like, no, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, because it was that was the first video that made money. Yeah. And you were like, no, Nick, you, you contributed to making this money. Please take this money. And I'm like, yeah, because before well, that, a lot of my videos were just not monetized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, they had they got demonetized. Yeah. And even the monetized ones made like. Mm-hmm. 300 bucks yeah so it's like for oh, pocket money that's great good for you and i was i was so proud of the way you were doing making your videos were actually kind of doing well like for being where we are in the country that we are in well the- yeah because like it's kind of it's it's interesting because like the location that we're in mm-hmm. in eastern canada it's not like you know it's you're in california where there's a hundred a hundred thousand you know uh, YouTubers with half a million subscribers on your street mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like, it's 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 a rare occasion. Like, in the... Like, I know that there's another YouTuber, Eckhart's Ladder, um, in our city. In our city. And uh, he covers Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Star Wars Halo, stuff like, like that. Oh, my, you wanted to but do... But he a, has, like, a lot of subscribers. You wanted to do a Star Wars video. You should do a collaboration. Like, an in-person Oh, that would be interesting. That would be interesting. That would be reach uh, out to him. I don't. I don't know about his feelings on the Last Jedi, though. So okay. that would be. Um, it would be like I don't know. Like it'd be fun to sort of have like a point of contention there. But like one thing I am a little bit upset about um, is the fact that you, a homosexual, homosexual creator in a city that is starved for visible queer representation, especially outside of this city. Yeah, they did not approach you. Oh, for Pride. Yeah. Well, Pride this year kind of didn't exist. I know, but like even for like there are lots of spots where Pride features like, you know, local creators. And like online talks and stuff like that. And I am very uh, disappointed that that you didn't get approached given the fact that you do have a global audience. Like I'm in tears a little bit right now. Like I, (laughs) I can't believe how this has gone, especially after I was coming off of a advanced diploma. And I mean, at the time, the way you were looking at it, like I, I wasn't really sour about it at all, but you were because you had actually worked for Pride before, mm-hmm. and I wasn't really sour about it. I was just excited because, at the time that they should that they would have been reaching out to me mm-hmm. was the time that I hit a hundred thousand subscribers. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? You know why I don't care? Why? Because I got a publishing deal. Mm-hmm. Is that your is that your number three? No, it's not. It's oh. it's just a flex. <laughs> um, because. Even though I am in relatively middle of nowhere mm-hmm. Canada, yeah, uh, I got a publishing deal, and a publisher wants to make a book out of these video yeah. essays. Like we still have to sign contracts, so it's looking very promising. Like, yeah, it's it's not a one hundred percent for yeah. sure thing. It's basically needs to go through three tiers, and mm-hmm. two of them are basically like, yeah, and as soon as January hits, we're going after mm-hmm. tier three. We're getting, we want to get this published. Oh yeah, like um, I, I. I'm still, I like, I, we were in a hotel for the last few days. There was a point where I kind of just looked at you and like, I can't believe this is happening. Yeah. I, I can't believe this. I, I st- because it's, it's one thing to even approach a publisher with an yeah. idea. Yeah. It's something else entirely for, for them publisher. to come to you. <laughs> yes. Like I, there are so many people and I know so many people who write nonfiction and fiction who, you know, they spend years and years looking for agents and publishers and stuff like that and, you know, burn out looking for this stuff. And I just get an 
LinkedIn yeah. message like, one day it, saying, like, I am a huge fan of it, your YouTube on this, videos. On one hand, it's like, I can't believe this is happening. On the other, like, as a good thing. On the other hand, it's like, I can't believe this is happening because this is a, especially with like, you know, it's kind of the macro publishing as it's functioning as with the pandemic, the paper shortage, the editor shortage. Yeah. Like, it, this is a weird really weird privilege that I'm a little bit embarrassed about. Like, Especially because the publishing industry in Canada is pretty small. Yeah. And so it's like... Uh, so like I do... Uh, there are people on... We, we James has a Discord. Um, uh, pretty much basically it's a James and Nick Discord really. Um, more so Nick. <laughs> I'm very rarely there and when I am we there no one... We talk about you all the time. Very affectionately. <laughs> um, there are... So, everyone misses Jame but... Um, Jame. Jame. Uh, James Truthers, James uh, Gum. They want you to release James. They think that you've ki- James. You've ki- They think you've kidnapped him. Oh. And James is a replacement. Um, <laughs> Put which, the lotion which on its skin. May or may not be true. Um, I cannot. If you talk to people who knew me when I was younger, it is true. <laughs> <laughs> Very different person. <laughs> But that was I have kidnapped but Jimmy like, and I'm I, not letting him go. Just the fact that we got approached by well, you got approached by a um, publisher. I yeah. feel so. And I mean that's only because I'm I'm the face yeah. of the video. Yeah, yeah. and everything. And I'm really grateful because you like when I was helping you write the proposal, like I was kind of like, okay, this is James's thing. I'm going to write it from his perspective. And I'm like, no, um, you co-write yeah, all of these and videos. You were really pushing for me to include myself in there, so I'm really grateful to have you as a friend <laughs> and business partner. <laughs> Business partner and <laughs> business partner. <laughs> um, so, was that your second top? Uh, that was my second top. Yeah, okay. getting paid for writing. Oh, I, was, I meant to say the point, like getting paid for writing, being viewed by hundreds of thousands of people after coming out of a educational degree where my the course instructor basically Ooh. told me point blank I should never write for a public audience. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, or. Uh, you can actually write content that people want to listen to. And, you know, we're not going to we're not going to throw any names out there and we're not going to say where you went or anything like that. Don't want to yeah. don't want to step on any toes. Not yet. But I would <laughs> be wondering, you know, the people who have come out of that course who are, mm-hmm. you know, in the industry considered the most successful. Mm-hmm. Do they have literally millions of people? hearing the words that they write yeah i mean like even if they or get, even the degree the the english degree you got yeah the people yeah. you graduated with how many millions of people mm-hmm. hear or read their words yeah and like that's it's amazing kind of a, and it's it's a flex and as someone who has basically been told look because of where you live your your opportunities in life are just innately limited yeah, they didn't know about the internet baby like, yeah the internet is the great democratizer and even though youtube makes the, things very difficult mm-hmm. um it's still of i'm playing point. youtube's game and in 2022 yeah. i'm gonna further play youtube's game because most is videos three? no okay. most videos are going to have I, i'm not i'm not doing segues this is <laughs> <laughs> um, sometimes you try to i try out i can't uh, in 2022, most videos are actually going to have two versions. There's going to be the YouTube version and the Patreon version. Uh, we're going to start. There's not going to be huge differences. Yeah. Not like the Patreon version is going to have like a half hour extra or as anything a for, like that. As a for instance, the Showgirls video. Yeah, that's going to have the normal YouTube video and then the Show Me Your Tits edition. The Show Me. The show. And that's going to have all the nudity in there. Show Me Your Tits. Uh. Uh, that's going to have the nudity in there. Another one is the video that we're working on right now, which covers banana fish. Mm-hmm. 
that is going to have the the Patreon version is going to have music and dialogue from shows that are featured that are not going to be able to be in the YouTube version or else it'll be copyright mm -hmm. copywritten. And so that'll just be for patrons. And that's you know, it's it doesn't change the content of the video, it just gives just the patrons a little, a little bit, bit something more. extra to say, like here, this is the artistic vision that I have. Yeah, this is what I intended. Yeah. yeah. And you know, this is go what, over on YouTube and yeah. watch what they Th made me this do. This is out how I visualized the video coming together in my head. What they did and to I'm, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually been thinking to per sort of put that in your head for a while, but I think you didn't think you'd be up for it, so I didn't mention. It. I'm glad. you Well, are. it's more work, but I'm like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. This is what I do. So yeah. Uh, but anyway, my number number two. Three. This two. is my number two. Okay. I, haven't, I haven't gotten a number three yet. <laughs> oh dear, I prattle on. Um, my number two is WandaVision. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't put this on my list because I knew you were. <laughs> yeah. Um, WandaVision because first of all, just amazing show. Nobody kind of everyone is kind of like okay, let's see what Marvel can do with TV, mm -hmm. and then they come out of the gate with that. Yeah. Uh, and WandaVision was a great way to open the year and it was also I have such fond memories of it mm -hmm. because it was we there were staying up until 4 a.m. We every were week excited like but not just that but it was there when my mom first got diagnosed mm -hmm. with cancer mm -hmm. so it was like a comfort yeah and at any given time when you started to kind of go around about your mom like we could start talking about WandaVision and you just yeah lit up. and things that's when because people were obsessed with WandaVision and the theories about WandaVision mm -hmm. and then I put out a video that was ostensibly about Billy and Teddy mm -hmm. but really you need to know about Wanda to get I the like, context I like the argument we had about that because you just wanted to make the Billy and Teddy video I'm like no we need the backstory about Wanda and Vision yeah <laughs> we it's need like, that you're right and that's I, that's why I was right for the wrong reasons I just wanted to have it in there well, because, that's like, why WandaVision is never mentioned in yeah, the video yeah, at all yeah um but like I was, I, I wasn't doing it as like, oh, let's gain the algorithm. I was doing like, no, this is essential for the plot. Like. Yeah, and and that's why you know we discuss things like the super scroll and stuff mm -hmm. like that in yeah. there. That I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, this, yeah, get to the gaze, get to the gaze. Weird stuff in the comics that's just amazing. Like I, yeah. I love Wandavision so much. I love it more thinking about it. I got so worried that the show was going to be a letdown through the through the process of it. Mm -hmm. uh, in a way that I still am really worried that Doctor Strange is going to be a letdown for the same reasons we discussed during the Wanda casts. Yeah. Um, Basically, Wanda becoming a villain yeah. is a no-no like, for you. Just oh, and at. She, it's not that she can't Whereas be a for villain. me, I'm okay with her becoming a villain as long as she is, as long as her villainy is um, explained and kind of required. My rule. And that she is uh, uh, not forgiven, but... Um, redeemed. Redeemed. My rule is that Wanda can at no point uh, willingly put other people at harm's risk for her what she wants. Mm -hmm. That is the character in the comics. She she is my favorite. Because even the people character. of Westview, mm -hmm. they were never in danger. They were never in danger. They were suffering. Wanda wasn't aware of their suffering. Yeah, but they were but, never in danger. Mm -hmm. My take They on, weren't in danger until until Agatha I, showed up. I actually really really like Movie Bob's take on it. Um just how like, you know, like it's a grieving it's the process of explaining trauma you yeah. have a woman who ultimately doesn't realize how traumatized she is yeah she's not realizing what she's doing to other people 
She is secluding herself. She is walling herself off for everyone. And anyone who tries to confront her with it is violently removed from the situation so she can continue living in her fantasy. Yeah. My kind of take on WandaVision is that she was just as much um, out of her mind as everyone else that she was making out of her mind. She had no idea what she was doing. She was... she. Out of her grief, she somehow magically appeared in this fantasy world where everything was perfect and okay, and reminded her of the TVs, TV shows, to that TV she loved, shows that she grew up with. When, grew up with. when outside was horrible, but yeah. she got to escape so into the Dick Van Dyke show. Because she was just so traumatized, because she had so much trauma, she was just like, "I'm going with this. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna." F-. She wrote the script, and you kind of see her face yeah. in that scene where it all turns black and oh, white, Elizabeth Wolf, where Wolf, she just I'm kind sure of you know. like. She's like, is it where she accepts it? She's like, it's like, she's oh. like, you know what? Okay. No, it's more just like, oh, you mean it can be okay? Yeah. Like, I just like there is a reason that the comic book show got nominated for so many Emmys. Oh, that yeah. Elizabeth Olsen was nominated. And that you know, Paul Bettany was nominated. What, what award did it, it? It didn't win any of them, but what? It won technical awards. Technical awards, absolutely. But what did it win? Like the famous prestigious one. Oh, I can't remember. The um. The prestigious television thing that they always uh, get. I'll just gush about WandaVision while you're looking it up. Um, like Wanda Scarlet, which is my absolute favorite comic book character of all time. I kind of fell out of Marvel comics because they were um, either not using her or misusing her or just and now they've her with, executed her. They've executed her in one version. Marvel comics is yeah, Marvel comics, but another versions of the comics like i think she's still in, on the uncanny avengers i think yeah there's like, avengers titles where she's still alive so it's it, like marvel something that mess. desperately needs a better structure for how it is operating these things and probably needs to move closer to dc all of the comic book industry is really weird right now uh, it doesn't really the comic book industry fits the culture as it was 20 or 30 years ago it doesn't really fit how people consume media today yeah um which uh, so is, for the emmys WandaVision won for Best Original mm -hmm. Music and Lyrics for Agatha All Along. Yeah. Uh, and it won for Outstanding Production Design. Mm -hmm. um, and the, it was outstanding. Oh, it was absolutely. They, re they redesigned the show every episode. Like. Um, that was it. It won the Television Program of the Year at the American Film Institute Awards. That was it. That's the, the AFI one. Awards. That's Which the are one. big. That's, that's yeah. like... The AFI, the American Film Institute, is like the film school you go to after you have your master's degree mm -hmm. in film, and that's where you go and you make a movie. Like Ryan Coogler, right? Yeah. He went there, yeah. Um, so, yeah, like... though It also won... I think it won something like a... Uh, like a... Oh, one of those really fancy awards mm -hmm. that I didn't even know they gave TV shows the award... Like a Hugo Award or something? It, it was a Hugo or like a, a Pulitzer. Like some, I remember it one was... One of those ones that are like, oh, they give TV shows that? It was given awards for its portrayal of trauma, uh, PTSD. By uh, organizations and stuff. By organizations and stuff. And stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I have the original... We're so vague. By organizations and stuff. <laughs> I, I have James uh, in one of our first Christmases at no small expense, though he has not informed me what expense it was. Uh, got me the original Scarlet Witch and the Vision miniseries. Oh, all the comic books. All 12 issues following Wanda and Vision 
post-marriage, Wanda's pregnancy ongoing through nine issues. And I've looked in them and like, I just, I love the old ads that used to be in comic books. I love the ads, body shaming little kids. (laughs) (laughs) The Atlas programs and shit like that. Not not just boys, like bulk up boys, like bulk up girls. It's like, you're too skinny. Yeah, like like, you you should be like She-Hulk. I know it's, it's you should be like um like the curvier ones like you know Miss Marvel um I I okay yeah She Hulk was not directed towards girls Hulk was directed towards boys Hulk and Thor mm-hmm. and Captain America uh, for like body supplements and stuff yeah uh, they they peddled th- those to kids yeah <laughs> in the sixties um and now they peddle them to gay men and and, and reading same through, thing really and reading through uh, modern comic books like just like oh it's a fruit for roll up roll up ad that's just lame yeah modern comic book ads suck um, so what is your number three number three I'd better because you will go on about Wanda <laughs> <forever. laughs> just um, but yeah my one rule about Wanda going forward she cannot willingly hurt anyone unless she has broken gotten to that broken point yeah and i don't think that they're ready for it to put her there anyway my number three um is the knights of village republic remake ad that dropped that doesn't count it, that was just an announcement it is an announcement but i am in tears over it james i have been being i have been jerked around by ea for years about like oh we're gonna remake knights of the old republic we're gonna remake knights of the old republic we're gonna remake knights of the old republic they we're haven't gonna... even remastered it yeah. Like, they haven't yeah. even tried. They're just like, here's the exact game. But the thing is, Nothing a has few changed. years ago, they did completely remake it. Well, yeah, but they, they did. And then they scrapped it. Uh, EA didn't remake it. I forgot the studio that remade it. They were under EA. Bioware. I don't think it was Bioware. But anyway, um, they completely remade the game, and it was at, like, 90% completion, and EA scrapped it because there was no way to monetize it, mm-hmm. re-monetize it. Like, people and would buy it, but there was nothing built into the game, and like loot was, boxes This and was stuff. before uh, Jedi Nightfall in Order when they believed that, oh, games won't make money if there's no online component. So they just scrapped the game. Yeah, that was before Disney started taking a harder stance on the Star Wars game license. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, because, yeah. Uh, I am a because huge... now you're getting Fallen Order 2. You're getting the Knights of the Old Republic remake. Um, I am a huge fan of the Old Republic of the Knights of the Old Republic games, uh, the first one, and controversially, I love the second one so much. Yeah, um, I replayed the second one so much it was glitchy as fuck. Yeah, but like, I sobbed and I cried whenever it failed to load. I'd restart my Xbox. I'd hit it. Um, <laughs> I w- I wanted you still more. Do that. What you still do? I that. do not hit my Xbox, my PlayStation. I don't hit my computers anymore. Um, I hit myself. You hit your controllers. I not anymore. I've been getting better at that. I um, went through a couple of controllers playing Overwatch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I went through a desk playing a video game. I can't remember which one it was. Um, like you went through it? Like you cracked it in half? Remember my old corner desk? Oh right. Yeah. Fist mark. Um, angry Nick. Anger. Anger fun. Uh, <laughs> um, but I am so excited for this Knights of the Republic remake. I hope they don't screw it up. Yeah. Um, I'm none too pleased. I am. When it comes to Star Wars content that they're producing now, I'm at it about like you know forty sixty, um, like to dislike. Uh, Mm -hmm. just from the look of how things sort of function. I'm kind Um, of in the same boat. Like, the Book of Boba Fett comes out in, like, two days. I don't care at all. I'm not... I watched the trailer, and I watched the trailer that everyone on Twitter was like, oh, my God, this trailer's amazing. I watched it, and I didn't... I I didn't see the amazing. I think it looks cool. I think that this direction for Boba Fett's really interesting. 
the um, whole like Jabba ruled through fear and I will rule through you know being nice is like that doesn't fit the character no um, granted I watched the trailer without volume oh so that's probably it uh, that doesn't fit by the way I apologize for the bangs that you're probably <laughs> hearing our microphone stands are not the best they have a lot of clanky bits. they're not optimally positioned. we need to have them like over here yeah they need yeah. to be away from my yeah. hands um so like i i because I, I, I didn't uh, like looking back i watched the mandalorian for baby yoda mm-hmm. yep like yep i didn't watch the se- second season i watched the episode with ashoka in it because mm-hmm. i wanted to see what they did with her yeah um I what watched a- the end of the last episode because I wanted to see how they de-age Luke. Mm-hmm. And other than that, I have no I interest in the Mandalorian. I didn't like that se- that sequence with Luke. I thought it was lazy. I thought the co- oh, it was choreography very lazy. was The sloppy. choreography was just... Um, the choreography was less than Star Wars fan film when, when people think, first learn how to do lightsabers yeah. in After Effects. I think... Um, that with the Mandalorian in general, they missed a huge opportunity to incorporate gung fu into Star Wars. Yeah, and, and I'm also kind of put off by, okay, so we've got two seasons of The Mandalorian, mm-hmm. and now we've got the Book of Boba Fett, and I'm like, I'm kind of sick of these Mandalorians. Like, I know this isn't universal. Mm-hmm. I'm watching Star Wars for the space magicians, for the space wizards. I- I want more space wizards. Give me a Knights of the Old Republic show. Give me an Old Republic show. Give me a time when the Sith were were okay, were, well, were were legion. I'll tell you like, how Star Wars works best. Star Wars works best when you you'll have, tell me. Will I will. I will. <laughs> Star Wars works best, and this is always true when there is a mix of Jedi and non-Jedi people, and there are more non-Jedi's than the Jedi. Well, my favorite Star Wars movie is The Last Jedi, and my favorite parts of The Last Jedi are the parts with the Jedi. So, well, yeah, sure. With like the for- the- well, they don't need to be Jedi. Force users. Okay. I like force users. I like space space mm-hmm. wizards. That's why I watch Star Wars. Space wizards. I mean, like um, that said, like I feel because like Star there- Wars is really the good wizard versus the bad wizard. I feel like there is space in Star Wars with to really spaceships investigate, like you know, other areas of how this universe works. I think the Mandalorian season one could have functioned a whole lot better. And I'm fine with like them having like the Mandalorian and Book of Boba mm-hmm. Fett and stuff like that. Things that are, you know, the the kind of uh, Star Wars on the ground, yeah. let's say. Um, but I want, I, I want the rest of it. They need like even the Obi Wan show is just going to be Obi Wan on Tatooine. So it's like, even that's just Star Wars on the ground. I want my space wizards. Yeah, space wizards. Like we've we've had enough science fiction properties on deserts. I'm sorry. Yes. Like Dune started it, but Dune also hit it at an oversaturation point. I'm sorry. Like it's lazy. John Carter of Mars was the first one. Like, it's done. Give us space properties on, like, like luscious there are so, planets. It's of, like, this. apparently this is a problem with Dungeons & Dragons. It's like, okay, so your Dungeons & Dragons setting is a European boreal forest. Yeah. Like, it's like, <laughs> groundbreaking. Yeah. Florals in spring, groundbreaking. <laughs> okay, so my number three uh, is being able to make videos full time. Has yep. this is doubling back a little bit, but yeah, I get why. Like, yeah, I, I, I told yeah. you. I mean, um, <laughs> completely changed my life. Mm-hmm. Um, completely changed my life. Well, I, I no longer have stress about either finding a job or keeping a job 
or you know making sure that my manager is happy with me or anything like that and even the job that i had before i started making videos full-time it was a good job it paid decently mm -hmm. and it wasn't super stressful it certainly had its moments but it wasn't horrible and but you know when that was just didn't work out and i had youtube to fall back on because luckily it was after the killing stalking video had come out and everything and there was more subscribers um and I've been able to just make, do what I've wanted to do forever. Because when I was a kid, I said I wanted to go to film school. And that stuck with me all through being a teenager and finally going to film school. Yeah, it ended up and not then being because, just a phase. Because, and then because be living where I did, it was like, okay, well, making videos or movies is really not a possibility. I made some wedding videos and stuff like that. But, like, that was really the only thing that paid. And being able to now make these basically little documentaries every month sometimes big documentaries well yeah like the one i just released on patreon mm -hmm. the history of the queer panic defense um and making it big and pink triangles like mm -hmm. sometimes these are kind of you know borderline length. legit documentaries but like with when it comes to you and jobs you hate two things you hate people who know less than you telling you how to do your job yeah. And you hate people occupying your time when you could do something when you want when you could be using your time to be more productive. Yeah, and I don't have either of those problems now. Yeah, there it, like even though you know YouTube's algorithm can be weird, YouTube does not tell me this is what you have to do. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, when I try to play the algorithm and put <laughs> out something that I think makes sense for that time frame, mm -hmm. it just it doesn't die on the vine. None of my mm -hmm. videos have done particularly bad, mm -hmm. but it just doesn't it doesn't take off the way like some of the random ass videos we've made have well yeah like, the, like it was the disney videos that did really really well right uh the first one did really well the second one did pretty well the gaming video did really well yeah um and you know killing stalking mm -hmm. just out of nowhere we did not ex I, I can't understate how much we did not expect that like we were going like at the process of we still have the cork board up there that we hung the things on. We have receipts. I've thrown the pictures away because I I, you know, I they couldn't were disturbing. Look at, I couldn't look at them. Um, but yeah, we still have the thing hung up exactly where we had it before. We just have stuff in front of it now. Yeah. Um, like we kind of just put it all together. Like let you were like you know what I know this is probably a nothing burger, but like let's just put effort into this one. And we tried to like use humidifiers as a smoke machine. Yeah. Like we just wanted to try and make it fun, and we did not expect well like the first version of it being shot was like an interrogation yeah and then there was another version i forget and then there was the we tried to reshoot that one but a little bit differently and it didn't work out either yeah and then so, so, there was the sound something was wrong with the sound and then the third version was something close to what ended up being made and then the fourth version was what got the third, finished fourth version. i thought there were only three no no because we oh, God. i got about halfway through and something messed up because oh. the camera i was recording with an external video recorder and the recorder kept quitting on me and so I had to record it internally, which is one of the reasons that the video is a bit fail. And after that, I bought a new camera that looks much better. Mm -hmm. um, and, oh, yeah, the Harry that, Potter video is another one that's done very well. The J.K. Yeah, Rowling video. Yeah. Which did um, not at first. It's, it's no, taken it didn't off at first because released. there were a lot of people reporting it for sexism. Yeah. Um, and then I guess YouTube looked at it and was like, this isn't sexist and put it back into people's uh, recommendations. Mm -hmm. Um which something like when there is a point that of subscribers and viewers you get when YouTube does start paying attention to you mm -hmm. and they are. I'm not there. 
YouTube does not give a shit about me. I thought you had a person, a, a person at YouTube. God, no. Okay. No, no. You need to be like high level okay, to have I thought, a, a I rep. thought that you got an email saying that they were they did review all of your videos unless there were some serious allegations. They would. Oh, I got yeah. that. Okay. Okay. Saying okay. that because my videos hadn't um, gotten copyrighted or any hadn't hit any copyright claims, mm-hmm. that they were just going to assume there was no copyright claims in them mm-hmm. going forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, until there was one made um that's why recently my gaming video the gaming video was up for about a month and a half before nintendo decided to claim the music at the end and, and to mute it nintendo and was it ea or activision ea ea yeah ea um, does, ea tried to claim some footage of knights of the old republic mm-hmm. Um, it was it was this interesting. They waited the entire month, and then it was three on mid on like one a.m. two days before uh, the payment would go through. Yeah, so it was kind of holding the the AdSense payment, mm-hmm. which is what it's called. AdSense is how YouTube pays you, hold, hold, holding that hostage. Yeah, and so I, but I, because I'm up late, yeah, and nocturnal. randomly check my email, I saw it, and I immediately put in the the mm-hmm. the thing and it it got let go because i guess the ea bots were like oh never mind and that's why the end of the video is silence instead of silent the, now yeah yeah um which is you know probably another thing that prompted your decision to make separate videos for patreon yes yeah um, um so you and can- also because the yuri on ice video was supposed to have mm-hmm. um history maker as the theme song of it and the um painter of the night video was supposed you cut that opening sequence to a different song I did, yes, yeah. yes. So I've been getting... Procedurally. Yeah, more and more frustrated with YouTube and music. And so I'm just kind of like, okay, you know what? My patrons will get the, the video as exactly kind of the director's version of it. And then YouTube, everyone else will get the YouTube version, which is still the same video, the same content, mm-hmm. just with... It's not what I want you to see. Yeah. Um, so what is your top Number. three? Top three? No, my, I'm on four. Are you? Three was my nuts. Of the oh, yeah, I did three. Okay, what's your oh, what's your four? Uh, my four is that I started cooking again. Oh. I'm, I'm really into, for like years, I just didn't cook, partly because our old kitchen sucked. Uh, this one... It was a galley kitchen. It was barely big enough for one person. Oh, yeah. Um, and still, like, you know, when we're bringing home groceries, I'm like, no, no, James, leave. I'm putting them away. I cannot put groceries away with someone else with me. Well, yeah, that's because that's not that's not because you don't have the room. That's because you're OCD and it you is, like it put away a certain way. It is. Uh, and I've heard this from multiple people. Sound off in the comments. Um, it is so... It takes so much extra... I like you much, calling for engagement. That's something <laughs> I need to do more. So much extra. Uh, so I, I, I want people to like me. Comment, uh, <laughs> comment below if you like Nick. <laughs> <laughs> it is so much extra effort, so much extra mental energy. And this isn't a you thing. This is an anyone thing. It is so much extra energy to keep a mental map of where the other person is and what they're doing so mm-hmm. I don't crash into them. Like, I need easy access. Okay, potatoes go there. Okay, apples go there. This yeah. stuff is freezer stuff. This stuff goes under the dry goods. Like, uh, like you know, because I think like that. But, like, if someone else is, like, putting stuff away in the dry goods and I have another dry goods thing, it's five extra mental steps to be like, hey, can you put this in the thing where it normally goes? Um, yeah. It's not a you thing, I promise. <laughs> oh, no, I know. It's a you thing. Uh, um. <laughs> I think it's a lot of people thing. But yeah, I started cooking again. I'm still getting the swing of it. 
Uh, with James, I think I'm at about a 70-30 success well, rate. Well, Nick baked me a birthday cake. I did bake you a birthday cake that tastes like sugar cookies. It does. It does taste like For sugar cookies. For those on the Discord, really this, is, this is the puke cake. Uh, <laughs> Which, it does not look like puke. <laughs> I call it the puke cake because I mixed in the spr- I want J- He put sprinkles in when the yeah. batter was still hot. It was still hot and wet. and So it melted the color everywhere. altogether. It was just this really gross gray color with like colorful sprinkles. But it's really tasty. <laughs> it so it's really like, I don't tasty. care what color it is. Because um, I remember when I was a kid, there was a, a movie or a show or something. And there was this French dessert and it was gray. Hmm. And apparently it, I forget what it's called. But it is like delicious. So like I so I don't associate gray with yeah. bad food. I would love to start getting back in getting into pastries. I want to start learning how to make bread. Um, I love doing chicken the way I do. Raisin I want to start doing what raisin bread. I love raisin bread. Okay, that'll be for you. Um, <laughs> I love I I lo- like my chicken. Like I know that sometimes it hasn't been fantastic. There was a a few times where it's been tough. I'm learning how to fix it. Um, so yeah, I'm just really enjoying being in the kitchen and doing kitchen stuff because that's kind of how I grew up. Hmm. And that's my number four. What's yours? Mine is appreciating animated content and hmm. foreign content. Yeah. Because up until probably this year, I've been a very strictly um, English language content mm-hmm. person. Yeah. And even before um, I showed you Bob's Burgers, you're like, no, animation's for kids. Yeah. And then I watch Bob's Burgers constantly now. I watch it while I go to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, I fall asleep to Louise. You rewatch old se- old seasons and you laugh at jokes you never got before. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's really fun. Because a lot of times I'm not watching it. I'm like playing Minecraft with it on in the background. And then when I watch it, I see a visual gag that I didn't get before. Or you'll notice that James mentioned anal, mi- anal nitrate. Am- anal nitrate. Anal yeah. nitrate. <laughs> um. And that catching on that Louise is a total weeb. She's a total weeb. Um, um, but like, for, for so, those th- so there's that. And then there's also appreciating like anime now mm-hmm. and realizing, oh, not all anime is shonen. Yeah. That there's oh, a lot of dramatic anime. There's a lot of things like Yuri like, on Ice exist yeah. and appreciating manga and manhwa and things mm-hmm. like that and being like, Wow, there is a lot more to comic books mm-hmm. than Marvel and DC and Image. Yep. Um, and so I—that's one of my favorite things of this year because it's brought—it's broadened my horizons a lot. Yep. It's given me a lot more to watch and to read, and it's also kind of <coughs> so it's given me a lot more entertainment Excuse options. But at the same time, it's also made me much more open-minded to, like, for instance, Arcane. I wouldn't have watched Arcane a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't have watched. Sorry, there's a very loud truck outside. Um, I wouldn't have watched Arcane a year ago. I wouldn't have watched Blood of Zeus a year ago. I wouldn't have watched. Just let me finish that. Um, Q Force a year ago. Like all of these things, I wouldn't have watched. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so, that is my number four: being able to actually appreciate animated and foreign content, mm. not immediately saying no when something has subtitles. Yeah. Don't worry, I'll get them to watch Drawn Together eventually. Uh, <laughs> I'm not turned off because it's a cartoon. I just I don't find it funny. <laughs> you will. Um, that sounds like a threat. I love that there was a. We, we just watched uh, Don't Look Up. There was a Drawn Together reference, and I lost yeah. it. Like that is such a deep cut. Nobody knows about it. It is this obscure three third season canceled TV movie, far too over the line cartoon. Uh, like. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Um, my number five is a little bit ridiculous, so you do your number five first. Okay, my number five is Yelena Belova. Yelena Belova. Yes. Kate Bishop. Um, watched her on Hawkeye. Loved her. She made the show for me. Her and Kate were just like, I want a show with just, just shows. Too. Like, I, I saw a thing uh, in a comment section today that is like, Kate gets home from mm-hmm. uh, Christmas with the, the bishops. Yelena's there cooking. And she's like, mm-hmm. so I quit my job and now I have a uh, second rig Captain America after me so I'm your roommate now do you want some craft dinner <laughs> <laughs> Yelena and Kate are my ship dynamic I love I love See, them. I ship them as friends like yeah, I, I guess I, so I, I, I mean like ship isn't just like the dynamic the energy that they have not necessarily the characters but just the energy they exchange is so incredible yeah like that show Hawkeye was bizarre. so much better than it should have been I it was far better than it should have been yes it was over the top yes the plot was ridiculous did it make a lot of sense eh. but like you're not watching it for the plot you're watching it to see how these characters interact and the chemistry between everyone was so perfect and like I liked it already because like I'm a, a I'm a fan of Hawkeye mm-hmm. and then um uh Kate showed up and, and showed up and I was like oh my god she is doing such yeah. an amazing yeah. job I adore yeah. her and then Yelena showed up and I hadn't watched Black Widow yeah. yet so Yelena was just a revelation yeah. for me I was like, like oh I, my I god just, she's hilarious I just love the structure because usually and especially this is true in TV and especially this is true with Marvel but this is about Yelena what uh, I was talking about Yelena when um, yeah, but because uh, spoilers, Hawkeye is my favorite TV show of the year. So really, yeah, because I knew your it's favorite TV show other than Wandavision. Right? Yeah, other so, than Wandavision. Um, um, so that's why I'm like, you know, yeah. but that's why this is Yelena. Mm-hmm. Um, and then last night we finally watched Black Widow, which yeah. was um, so much better than people gave it credit for. Oh my for. god, it was so good. And Yelena was just so funny, and she had amazing chemistry with uh natasha she had amazing chemistry with the the with uh crimson dynamo <laughs> the red guardian right she called him the crimson dynamo <laughs> um, i think there was another right there was a character in marvel named the crimson dynamo he was like an, an a russian iron man he had a like big suit okay crimson dynamo um and then the mom character and like she was just she was so good that, that and show then, was way more compl- complex the characters were way more developed the than they needed to be yeah like the, uh, that yeah so like both hawkeye and black widow it was a one-two punch it was fantastic yeah and just yelena's like this 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 snowball of chaotic energy <laughs> in the mcu now that's just like i just love and i want to see get bigger and bigger like we've been quoting yelena from hawkeye like on non-stop like, yeah but did you plan that you planned that. <laughs> and <just> Kate Bishop. <laughs> when Kate slaps her and she's like, what was that? <laughs> Your family, Kate Bishop. <laughs> Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop. So if you haven't watched Hawkeye, it's totally worth watching it just for Yelena. And if, if you haven't watched Red, Red Widow, Black Widow, it's also worth it for Yelena. Yeah. And it's also a really good movie. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, that's my number five. My Elena number Belova. five. My number five. Florence is pew pew pew. Florence Florence pew pew pew. And she did do pew pew pews. Yeah. She even had to pew pew with a rocket launcher. Anyway, spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers. Um, my number five is Monkey Kid Lego. Monkey Kid Lego. I am so. We have a we have a mountain. We of have it a mountain right of now. Lego for Christmas that we gave to each other. Um, we accidentally got each other the same thing. Um. Which was shipped back to Which Amazon. We sh- yeah, we figured it out because the boxes were the same size, and we threw. Well, you hints. figured it 
I wrapped it and everything, and, <laughs> which wrapping for me is quite a chore. <laughs> that was great. I am not good at wrapping, um, as you see on my Twitter. James actually figured out two of his presents um, in hilarious ways. First one was that way. Um, and then the other one was <laughs> my the Sammy Guevara figure, which I also posted on Twitter. I have wanted that for like a year now. Yeah. Could not find it anywhere. It was like hundreds of dollars on Amazon. So I was like, I'm not buying it. And then I saw it like the day before Christmas or something like that. We were in Walmart yeah. and I saw it and I was like, <gasps> and I just grabbed you it and you grabbed it. it away from me. <laughs> I took it away from you. And the look on your face was like, because at first I was like doing? heartbroken because I was like, what are you, why are you taking him away from me? <laughs> And then um, I was like, oh. Don't worry. I did not pay hundreds of dollars for that. Um, yeah. I did overpay compared to the Walmart price. Oh, well. So now I Christmas have gift. Sammy Guevara and Cody Rhodes. Yeah. And this is because you've been a looking really at and, a, a, w, a, and w, yeah. AEW <laughs> figures for so long. You're like, there's no point getting any until I have Sammy. Uh, Sam, uh, Sammy Guevara, if you're listening, he's a huge fan. Um, I doubt he's listening, but uh, he has. I tweet he, about. I tweet thirst he, at him a lot. Sh- he showed me pictures of the ball slip. I'm impressed. You know, good on you. Um, <laughs> you know, I approve. Um, like I, I'm a bit of a connoisseur. You know, those are good ones. A ball's that's, connoisseur. That's a good. That's a good pair. Um, so yeah, but that's I have him and Cody now. So the monkey collection's going to grow like, quickly. Y- but yeah, know, back to Monkey Kid. People listening, who which have doesn't been involve this course, balls. You, you know me well, sometimes with monkeys. With me, it does. Hey, with you. Um, yeah, I'm a bit of a I'm a bit of furry trash. I'm I love monkey personas. I love monkeys. I, I love I, I just love handy feet. Keyword there for sonas. He's not going around raping yeah. monkeys no, or anything. No, 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 God no. Um I I met some monkeys when I was in Peru once. They ate bananas out of my hand. They're very tame. Monkeys are so smart. They're so crafty. I mean some of them are evil. Uh, smart Chimps. evil. Smart evil. Chimps are mean. Those are apes, honey. There's a difference. Okay. Monkeys are good. Apes are not so good. Uh <laughs> human beings were apes. Um Yeah. So like I just love Monkey Kid Lego. I love the designs. I love the universe create. I I love that Lego like you know Bionicle saved the company, and then they're like you know what we're gonna fuck around and find out. And then they did Ninjago, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. They just love going insane with these things. And like, it's like Lego was it. like, how do we get into the Chinese market? Yeah. And they made, they were like, well, Journey into the West exists, mm-hmm. so let's just riff on that. They started collaborating with Chinese architects to design uh, their Lego set Flower Fruit Mountain. Yeah, um, and then which they we just, also, we actually, we did a live stream putting yeah. that together. And then they just went off from there. They kind of took like the weirdness and zaniness of Ninjago and just slapped Amped on this really amazing color palette, made it really cool. I'm, I it love is very colorful. Lego. I, I love I love Lego. I always have. I'm so glad that I got decided to get back into it with a chapters gift card uh, that started randomly. Very, yeah, it started. It was the um, the Guardians of the Galaxy, the Milano. Yeah, uh, still my favorite Guardian ship, uh, but more than the Benatar. But like it just started. The, it started. Which very, I got the super large yeah, version yeah. of the Benatar for Christmas, which I'm excited about because yeah. I like the Benatar. Um, but yeah, that getting that Milano started a very expensive habit for James and I. But you know what? It's still probably cheaper than drugs. It's cheaper than drugs, and it holds its value a it lot better. It doesn't depreciate in value. <laughs> Lego, Lego, Lego is more has is a better investment than gold because Lego never depreciates in value. Gold doesn't really either, but Lego tends to always appreciate mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. like 
Lego retires things, and then yeah. it becomes impossible to get. And then Ooh, if you yeah. have it, you can sell it to collectors you know, for quite a bit. You know, um, uh, I'm t- we're t- talking about my original character, uh, Luca. His dad, his dad's a pro bono lawyer. Um, most of their money comes from Andrew reselling nerd stuff. Yeah. He buys in bulk when it's made and then resells it when it disappears off the market. And then that's how they make their money. Um, yeah. So just fun, fun little factoid, Luca, Luca lore, uh, number 37. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. Now we're talking about the bad things. We're going to go through the... The one bad the thing one bad each, thing. and then we're going to quickly run through our favorite movie, yeah. video game, TV show, and the video yeah. that we made. So you go so, first. Oh, I get to go first. All yeah. right. Well, obviously, the bottom... The bad thing for me is my mom being sick. Mm-hmm. Um, oh wow, I can't. Yeah, that's really tough to live up, uh, live up to. I can't follow that up. <laughs> um, just spent my last Christmas with her. Oh God, don't make me cry. I went home and spent my last Christmas because she has terminal cancer. Um, the doctors have told her there is no getting better. Mm-hmm. She's starting to feel pain now, and she has absolutely no appetite. It's just downhill from here. Um, and so in January, she's going to be going through the MAID program, which is medical assistance in dying. And so the second beginning of the second week of January, she's going to be going through that. So I'll be going back home for that. And um, that is also the day that I'm going to be releasing the banana fish video because getting some positive comments on that day will be very, very good for me. Um, and... So not looking forward to that. And that's been a a long-running thing for all of 2021. At the beginning of the year, we found out that she had inoperable cancer. Um, The day I put out the... It's been a bit of a journey since then. The day I put out the Billy and Teddy video, I got called to drive home immediately because she had been rushed to the hospital. Um, She... It looked like she was getting better. She was responding to treatment, um, to chemotherapy. But because my mom has had blood problems forever, mm-hmm. um, she constantly her blood her her uh, I think it's her hemoglobin or her um, her uh, platelets her platelets her platelets would constantly just like depreciate gone mm-hmm. and so she would have to constantly stop chemo for like six weeks eight weeks yeah, at a time and because the, and so it never had a chance to really it fight the cancer inoperable chemo was really the only thing yeah chemo was the only thing and because her platelets were dropping because of issues that she's had since mm-hmm. before i was born yeah. there was just no way around it and so that's God. something i am um, that's that's the end so that's been ongoing throughout the year which has created a really weird grieving process because, you know, usually when someone dies, it's kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. And you this get, has you been... You get a call, you, you know, you make arrangements. This has been like preparation. A year long, yeah. of, a year of preparation. And yeah. so it's a really weird mindset. And I don't quite know how I'm going to react I, when it happens. I am not... And this is something that's always true. My mom teases me about this and I don't think it's very fair. Um... <laughs> I she she always brings it back to one specific instance where I got oh, I I have ASD I don't know where I fall on the spectrum um, ASD autism spectrum disorder oh um, I was like that's so a new one <laughs> I act like I have ADHD I internalize my feelings like I have autism okay that's kind of how I qualify it uh, you say I lean towards autism because you know I share my feelings with you uh, <laughs> people who just observe me say I have ADHD. Um, I have never been a, I, 
I don't I don't handle death well. Mm-hmm. And not in a way like I turn into a sobbing mess. It's the opposite. I pragmatize. I rationalize. It just doesn't... I have a hard time registering that process. Especially when other people are... Di- are not other people are dying. But when I am I know someone who their family is dying, I, I have no gauge of how to act around that. So I'm doing mm-hmm. my best with you. I'm trying to just be there when you need to talk and stuff. But like I... I, I really hope that I will I say like you you said like you turn off when you said when we were leaving mm-hmm. uh, my mom's place today oh <laughs> you 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 broke down a little bit saying <laughs> goodbye I did that's the last time I'm gonna see her yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> so I, I, I like in the hotel room the night before I realized that I started crying in bed a little bit and like I've um I'm sorry. I'm, I'm making the mood sour. Um, that's that's why we're going to do the favorite things after the bottom. <laughs> it's just a um, very, it's just a very um, strange. It's people. a very weird situation. Yeah. Because yeah. The, the shock of death isn't there. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, that's it's, done. It's, it's almost like the like, shock happened in February. Because I was telling you last night, like, I'm like, I don't know how to articulate to her how much she's meant to me. Like, yeah. I don't. I, and like I, I don't know your mom well enough, and it takes a long time for me to get to know people. I don't yeah. know your mom well enough to know how to articulate that to her in a way that she will appreciate. Yeah. Um. So like I just have a lot of confusion about that. Um. We're both crying a little bit right now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I'm saying like I I've been pretty um steady steady about it because mm-hmm. everyone else in my mom's life mm-hmm. is a mess. Over oh, yeah. it, an absolute mess. So I'm trying to be what the, hard the rock part is that your mom has to be the rock for them back home, and I think yeah, that and that's why when she I talks think, to me and te- like I try and like I try and I hold it all back because I'm like yeah. your job right now is not to make me feel better about you dying. And some of the things that some of your family has said to her about oh yeah the process, I don't want to talk about that, but just like the insensitivity of some people. Oh yeah, um, and so I've been kind of stoic about it mm-hmm. i've been working with her for the the sort of uh it's kind of weird that right before she had been diagnosed i started watching ask a mortician on youtube which was you know a bunch of videos that about death helped planning you so much oh absolutely like, and so oh like i've been able to help my mom with all of that and so i've been very not stoic but like okay you know things need to get done and stuff and you should. So I don't know what's going to happen to me when all of the business side of stuff is mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. And I, because my mom lives five hours away, I'll be going there, obviously. And then when I come back here, mm-hmm. what is going to happen? Yeah. And that is why in early January, the banana fish video is going out because I don't know what's maybe, the maybe, productivity level going to be after that. Maybe we should save the Lego for then. <laughs> at least at least the bat wing <laughs> but uh yeah that's that's enough about my yeah, my, yeah. my 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 sad so my sad thing is a little bit more generalized and probably something that a lot more people are going through um covid depression finally hit with me mm. and it's been hitting in a very very hard way like and I, i'm so sorry for complaining to you about this all the time i am just I, I'm a mess of FOMO. I am a FOMO mess. Yeah. Like just at a point of my life where I was getting over the FOMO I had in my mid twenties, I'm now having FOMO about the twenties that I didn't have in my late twenties. Yeah. So like I am, and I I understand because like I I went back to school. I was supposed to get a job. I was supposed to make, start making money. I was supposed to start 
getting my life started. I was going yeah, like to travel. You, I was going to You go were places. halfway through getting the advanced diploma when COVID hit. Like, yeah. And I, I was I was suffering in my degree. And you know that. And mm-hmm. I kept telling you, like, I the only thing I'm looking forward to is getting out of here so I can get my life started. And yeah. then that didn't happen. And, like, you know, I'm, I'm a bit of a hermit. So COVID didn't really bother me at first. But now I'm just kind of like... it's. Yeah, it's, like, I enjoyed it at first. Like, I, I've been 29 for two years. <laughs> like... <laughs> And like we were listening to the Trixie and Podge uh, Crit Pod, Pod <laughs> Trixie and Podge <laughs> Trixie and Katya podcast. And like I was just in the car starting to get a, a panic attack because they're talking about you know like having anonymous sex under bridges and stuff. And I'm like I've never had that. Like not that I want to have anonymous sex under bridges, but like I want to be around people who do have those experiences so I can have them by proxy. <laughs> um, so I can have. Well, some of the people on the Discord I think fill that. <laughs> You would be surprised. You would be surprised. It is a little, it is very, it is shockingly wholesome. Even when it's at its horniest, there's always kind of like a wholesome overtone. I love those guys. (laughs) But I completely understand the the FOMO because like, I, I, like with me, with YouTube and stuff, Mm -hmm. which I I partially thank COVID because Mm -hmm. would people have been home watching more YouTube when monster yeah. when youtube started recommending monsters in the closet for instance mm-hmm. um so it's I'm, not you don't think the covid you think the fact that there was widespread shutdowns when this started yeah i don't thank it but well, like yeah. that I, I i credit that yeah. as one of the reasons that my channel probably did get the attention that it has um but now that the channel has kind of taken off and stabilized and has become a sort a regular source of income and patreon is there and everything you know i do kind of have the opportunity to move to a city I actually want to live in to uh, maybe travel a little bit Mm -hmm. to go to you know like YouTuber conventions and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and that's a no-go well yeah because like for a lot of I mean it's not a no-go for everyone it's no-go for me because I am super paranoid about COVID and like I think that's the reason why like I've been shutting down in terms of consuming media I've been shutting down in terms of like interacting with the world because like I just in the last few months I got this into my mindset like it's never going to happen to you and, and that's it, one of the it things takes, and nobody talks about this it takes so much effort and so much energy to talk yourself back from those kinds of thoughts mm-hmm. to kind of force yourself oh, to have hope and that's honestly that's why we've both been so exhausted yeah like lately like and, and that's one of the things with the um the new Sex in the City series mm-hmm. and just like that, uh, it takes place post COVID. Okay. And but because of that, me watching it, I almost I'm like, this is how, a, this is a fantasy. How dare they? <laughs> well, yeah, because it's like you've acknowledged that COVID happened, mm-hmm. but you're also saying that you are in a world where it has stopped. Mm-hmm. We don't get to live in that world. Yeah. And so it's, so not, it, it's, it's beyond just a fantasy. It's like sort of. Um, Almost offensive. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like either pretend COVID never happened mm-hmm. or do the show in COVID like Shameless did for its last season. Hmm. Um, like one or the other. Don't say that it happened and it's over when it literally it started as Omicron started. Well, not just that, but like we, the show ha- we now have experts saying, well, bunker down and get ready. I don't think it's ever going to go away. Yeah. The, so like, gonna, I, which we're gonna, we're if gonna it's going to be like a seasonal flu thing and you know, every year you get a new, you get a booster, keep wearing your fucking masks, like which keep is social distance. What? Annoying. Annoying. Masks. But like, hopefully we'll get back to that point. Although honestly, since wearing the masks, I have not gotten sick. 
Oh no, there have I. Yeah. I haven't had a. I, yeah. I haven't had so much yeah. as a nasal infection. Like I, I like even if COVID does, go I, away, I used to get sore throats five six times a year. Even if COVID does go away, I'm gonna be like, yeah, let's wear the mask. Yeah, I have a cool. I have a. I'll a, take it off for the glory hole, but. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I have a, I have a cool Majora's mask. Mask that I'm just. You like, get yeah. so many compliments, and I'm so jealous because I know, just I, random people <laughs> like in random stores will be like, oh my god, I love your mask. Because like I, that is my favorite Zelda game, one of my favorite video games of all time, and I'm like. Mm. You haven't even finished. <laughs> yeah, when it actually comes to the N64 online thing on the mm-hmm. Switch, I, I plan on actually playing mm-hmm. it and finishing it with a walkthrough beside me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, definitely. Okay, so now that the bottoms are out of the way, let's quickly go <laughs> through. You definitely just clipped the audio. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Now that the bottoms are out of the way. Now that we're through with the bottoms. <laughs> the bossy, bossy bottoms. I, I, Thankfully, negative bottoms. I'm so weird. I'm. I'm. This is this is TMI. This or at is least definitely undetectable. Tentable. I'm very submissive, but I'm also a very bossy bottom. I don't know it how that screams. Works. Apparently, that's that's why I'm never gonna get laid. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm fat, and that's why I'm never gonna get laid. Um, okay, so favorite movie of 2021? Go, lightning round. You are gonna hit me, The Eternals. Ugh. Uh, yeah, I'm oh. sorry. I just, I think about that movie your so often. Your opinions are your own. I they get, do not reflect the I get <laughs> emotional when I think of Angelina Jolie's emotional journey. Um, I love the themes. I love the characters. I just love how the... I, I, that would be a fantastic graphic novel. That would be a fantastic novel. And I think that's your problem with it, is that it is more literary than it is cinematic. Disagree. And I have said this before. My problem with the Eternals is that there's not enough of it. Okay. Give me six hours of the Eternals, I, and it would probably be my favorite show. And of the we year. agree on that. Like, I think it should. I think it, this should have been like a a, a six-hour series on Disney Plus. Yeah. So that's it. We've talked about it at length before. Yeah. Uh, short and sweet. How about yours? Spider-Man: No Way Home. So we're both Marvel. Yeah, and we. But both... mine is so so most eighty percent Sony owned. So. Not a Disney show. <laughs> um, we also we did a spoiler review of Spider-Man: yeah. No Way Home. My opinion's been shifting a lot since then. Um, My opinion hasn't. It's yeah. still amazing, and I love that people are finally starting to give Andrew Garfield the love he deserves. Like I said, that is the he one deserves opi- all that, the that is an opinion that has not changed. Andrew Garfield was the darling of that movie, and he his his comments. I love that he are starting ha- to resurface yeah. of where he has been said. Very, very, very vague comments about mm-hmm. his sexuality yeah. and, and just how like he can love anyone. And old Andrew Garfield memes in general, like him wearing sweatpants behind the scenes in the Spider-Man suit, like the way he kind of yeah. promoted Spider-Man. Like he was such a sweetheart. He deserved better than the movies he got. He and Emma Stone. Yeah. Um, and I just, I, I love him and put him and Tom Hardy in the movies together. And like and I said, it's not gay. that I, I, I don't. <laughs> I do not dislike the Spider-Man movie. I think it's a fantastic movie. I just think that I, I just been sort of realizing what the movie is trying to pay, make you pay attention to. Stop and, overanalyzing it. It's fun. Again, okay, sure. And it just made a billion dollars without the help of China. Yes, that's which is a like, hey, landmark. Hollywood, look how much money you can make when you just make a good movie. You don't need to mm-hmm. pander to China. Yeah, you can have actors in there who have done all the gay stuff. They've all done gay before, except for for Tom Holland. He's well, the only Tom, one. Tom Hardy said it. Like, you know, he's an actor in Hollywood. Of course he's tried gay stuff. Um, so it's like, you don't need China. Mm-hmm. You can do it on your own. Yeah. 
you know, and, that, and that's and I need to reiterate. I am not saying that China is a bad place. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that the CCP is a bad government. Mm -hmm. The Chinese people, not bad people. Yeah. I need to reiterate this. China, I made a point of this China in the video. China has a beautifully rich history and a beautifully rich culture. And an incredibly complex culture. And everyone that I talk to who it's is It's like from Russia. China. There's actually like eight countries in Russia. Mm -hmm. It's not a monolith. Oh, yeah. Um... Like Kung Fu, it's separated between a lot of different areas and subsections. Anyway, I learned about a lot about Kung Fu in a Wikipedia spiral one day. Um, <laughs> okay, so favorite video game of 2021. Oh, shit, I had this. You go first. Resident Evil Village. That was fast. That was the first PlayStation 5 exclusive that I got to play on my PlayStation 5. And so I, re I got the full experience. I was wearing headphones. I had the, the reactive triggers on there. And it was terrifying and campy and fun and there was like the crazy campiness of like giant vampire lady and then like werewolves running around and like this kind of frankensteinian i, I, I still kind of want to play it because you said it's not as scary as a lot of there is a scary portion yeah, the dolls yeah yeah the, and that was just really messed and it's it just so much fun and really it, it had a kind of mind fuck ending that i really enjoyed and um, so it was definitely my favorite game of the year yeah um i have a few weird ones first one this probably won't count um you get one i haven't played a whole lot of video games from 2021 is the problem um so i'd have to say the only one from 2021 that i've really played to completion that is like my super favorite would be uh mass effect legendary edition so like does it count Okay, here's the thing. Sure. I never got to play the whole game. I never finished the first one. I never did all the DLC. I, I never finished the third one. I never did the DLC for the first one or the third one. So I got to play it in its completion. I made a very sexy um, Shepard. So that was fantastic. Best video game that I've played in 2021 that wasn't from 2021 would have been Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> okay. Um, favorite TV show of 2021? Uh, that is not WandaVision. Yeah. You already said yours. God damn it, I had this. Mine is uh, right, Hawkeye, Arcane. to reiterate. Arcane. Arcane, okay. Yeah. Yep. I was, to I am totally, like I said, like, you thought I didn't like it because I had a few criticisms. No, I, I loved that show. That Either show you like so something entirely or you hate it. No. There is no, it is binary. We are on the internet. Not there is no, <laughs> there is no shades of gray. <laughs> I, I am advocating for a world of nuance, and that is what I am trying to create. And, like, I love Arcane. No piece of media is perfect. Arcane had its problems. I think that the areas that it was strong by far outshadowed um, anything that could have been wrong with it. I love that the complaints we usually have about something mm -hmm. is, I wanted more of it. Yeah, and the same is true for, for Arcane, but I think they did a fantastic job with what time real estate they had anyway. Yeah. Uh, they were subversive of their own content. Yeah. They were subversive of a lot of things. The animation was beyond stellar. Um, the drama, the plot. This was a live action Game of Thrones. Three seasons of Game of Thrones in this one season. Yeah. Like, and it was, it didn't feel clunky. No. Oh my God. I love so Arcane. Well. I want season two to like pick up from where it left off and not follow, not meet up with other characters. I can't wait for the void. I can't wait for Yordles. Like, <laughs> I am so excited for Arcane. And it got me playing League again in a way that is not toxic, that I am enjoying. I am thriving. Yeah, I hear you playing it, but I don't hear you swearing. So yeah, I'm like, yeah, Look I'm at having that. a good time. I want to play with you more because I want to. Yeah, I haven't to, played since like I the first night I was playing. I want you to pick up this experience. A friend of mine uh, bought a skin for me. One of the 
the expensive ones too. I teared up when he did because I never expect anything from anyone. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, what do you want? He's like, I actually buy all the skins for myself. <laughs> so uh, love you lots. Oh my God, I'm so grateful. Um, but yeah, so I am just, I, I'm I'm here for it. Like I've arcane reinvigorated why I liked League of Legends in the first place. So. Yeah. And for me, my favorite, like I said, is Hawkeye. Mm -hmm. I thought it worked great. I thought the dynamic... I was not expecting it to work well. No, I thought it was going to be like a Hawkeye... Or not mm -hmm. Hawkeye. Uh, it, I thought it was going to be like a Falcon oh. and the Winter Soldier type thing. Mm -hmm. And it ended up... the. It, and it's because of the dynamic between mm -hmm. Kate and Clint just worked so, also, so well. And the villains were great. Oh, yeah. Maya was so oh, she's good. she's fantastic. She was so good. And Kingpin's not dead. No, no, he's um, not dead. I think in the but, you said in the comics she blinded him, right, Maya? Yeah. yeah. And so I think it's going to be something like that that she like fired mm -hmm. above his head, and now he's blinded or yeah. something like that because comics, he's blind because she's deaf. In the comics, she was Ronin at first, and then Hawkeye took the identity from her. Yeah, they weren't enemies. Yeah. Um, I I thought that she was going to pick up the Ronin suit and become Roman and start hunting down uh, Kingpin's men. Yeah, uh, that's and it, she might be going in that direction. I hope they keep her around. I loved her so much. I'm sad uh, that we're not going to have sexy tattooed Jon Snow anymore, though. Okay. He looked like Jon Snow, a little bit. Yeah, he was. He cute. looked like a hotter version mm -hmm. of Jon Snow. Um, and I'm I, not even like into tattoos, but for some <laughs> reason on him, I was like, yes, <laughs> um, love hot sauce. And then, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then it introduced me to Elena, and I'm just like, oh she my God, is my Elena. favorite thing ever. She she was so like Florence Pugh, like that character. immediately became a friend, a fan of Florence Pugh. Like, and that's exactly what they wanted. They wanted someone who could instantly take over the Black Widow the Black Widow name that would make and sense they did it. that the fans would love. And it's they really good it. that Scarlett Johansson let it happen. Mm -hmm. And like, and she was like, you know what? I am going to share this movie. And with at her. the same time, in a way that doesn't feel like that the studios are like we're replacing Black Widow it's like no Flor like uh, Yelena is her own character and that's yeah. glorious um, she's completely different from Black Widow mm -hmm. with the such a poser <laughs> such uh, a poser <laughs> ugh, disgusting <laughs> um, okay favorite video we've made in 2021 um Mine would have to be the Patron of the Night video because that was the one where I was... First of all, you I... went off on capitalism. <laughs> I, I went off on capitalism in a way that hasn't been done and will not be done until January 8th when we come out with the new video because we went off on capitalism in that video. Spoiler alert. But mostly because that was the first time that I really did the visuals for that for um yeah that we thing. really really kind of yeah. was like let's make this look like a movie because yeah it was it was your idea to kind of do, do like the, the tea. tea set but i was the one like that was there i was meticulously placing everything yeah. i got the lanterns um i thought of most i think i uh, not to jerk myself off i think i thought of most of like the trapter transitions like the can't like playing with the candles and stuff i think that i really learned i think we were we that. kind of brainstormed that together mm -hmm. yeah. um but like the whole look of the video yeah like I knew I wanted to do like this very warm mm -hmm. thing for the chapters, but then you really figured out, okay, how do we make it look like it's lit by candles, mm -hmm. but it can't actually be lit by candles Yeah, because there's actually two giant LEDs mm -hmm. blasting light at me, but because of the light temperature and the way I have the camera situated, yeah. it looks like we're really, yeah. I'm lit and by just candles. Like, I, li I like the tea falling into the stuff. I, I loved everything about those little bitty transitions. They are so cinematic. Yeah. The entire thing, even though it was just one shot, was so cinematic. 
I, I just loved making that set so much. And that was one of the videos that went off without a hitch. Yeah, first take mm -hmm. worked. Yep. Imagine that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that, that can happen. That was my favorite, um, even though those ones are kind of... Oh, oh, I also got to go off about Parasite. Yeah. I loved that. Um, but apparently you said that not a lot of people made the connection. What was the connection I made? Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember. Yeah, there was a, something that I pointed out in Parasite. I think it was about, like, the rich... Right, it was the um, the two poor families fighting to be subservient to, to the, the rich, rich people. Yeah, I just ah oh, the comparison. Anyway, that's that was a great video. I loved it so much. Okay, you go off. Uh, my favorite video of 2021 was Fear Coded. Right, um, I knew that because I that was me at my most cinematic. That was me being like, okay, what like outside, the, especially like, the two Hannibal Stark yeah. parts. Like the outside was just okay. I want it to be to look interesting and so you know i played with the camera i learned that oh your camera actually shoots perfectly well at 3200 iso wow okay low light awesome um but then for the hannibal sections we really tried to recreate hannibal's dining room yeah and then i wanted to recreate the asylum yeah and all white with that brown mask and everything and people found that so unsettling incredibly because it's only like 11 minutes long mm -hmm. but i'm staring you in it's the like eyes there are so few cuts yeah there are and the cuts are closer in on my eyes yeah so it, they don't look like cuts. what i loved about that video and this happened twice is that two of the songs we picked fit perfectly oh yeah just that was the one for the uh thing i used a i think the first movement of the chopin uh violin concerto for viola and piano and then the last one i used the raindrop prelude mm -hmm. um and the the recordings that we found just they worked really well and perfectly. i'm I, i'm really happy with it because the video also got to be my love letter to Anne rice oh yeah me not knowing she wasn't well or anything like that and then her dying just a couple of weeks ago it got to be she as one of my favorite authors of my entire life one like of your i started most reading formative authors yeah like, like i started reading Anne rice when i was 13 yeah um it got to be a love letter to her work and how queer in, engaging with the queer community she has always been and how encouraging of queer audiences and queer readings of her characters and just making her characters outright queer and even she some has kind been of from the very from beginning that kind of outs herself as gender queer yeah a and, little bit not to gender other people but you know she kind and, of put those feelers out yeah and so in october i got to put out this video that's half a love letter to Anne rice just before she passed mm -hmm. and so you know obviously she never saw it or anything yeah. like that and but I it's, was, it's i got to say it without it kind of having that hindsight yeah. feeling to it like yeah like because like a lot of people did put out kind of like oh my god Anne rice was so influential you did that beforehand in a way that was like you know regardless of what state she's in she matters a lot to you mm -hmm. i will tell you in the car when we were listening to podcasts uh the eric's uh, eric shaw quinn and christopher rice podcast um mm -hmm. i was very endeared to hear that christopher was laughing and having a good time after they're pre-recorded okay we haven't gotten to the point i thought they re i thought they referenced that uh they had recorded one after no okay okay that's unfortunate i hope he's doing okay yeah because and, and that was something like knowing that on january 8th my mom is going to die yeah and then Anne rice who was kind of like my author mom mm -hmm. dying 
just days before my birthday. Yeah. Where it's just kind of like, boom, boom, so boom. Weird. And it's so weird. We haven't had any like big celebrity deaths in 2021. Yeah. Like, and, and right. Which oh I'm sure God. we did and just have forgotten. Because oh, yeah. This year has been forever. It wasn't like 2016, though. Like, I, I still can't believe that Carrie the Power Fisher. Couples video was this year. Oh, yeah. I thought um, you were going to talk about how Carrie Fisher's gone, and I still can't believe it. And Chadwick Boseman and David Bowie and Alan Rickman. For five years. Yeah, it still hasn't processed. It's been a hell of a year, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> That's the second 30 Rock reference in this episode. <laughs> it's been a long episode. It's a, an hour and 23 minutes, so let's Fe- wrap it up. Feature-length episode. Wrap, wrap, wrap up. <laughs> So watch 30 rock bump the thing again. Um, The next episode that we release will be uh, our projections for 2022. What we hope to accomplish and what we plan on doing for 2022 and uh, matrix resolutions. So, (laughs) so check that out until then. My name is James. I'm Nick. And thank you so much for listening to us. If you're still here, you're awesome. I love you all. I'm so grateful for this community. I'm so grateful to be part of this community and to kind of, you know, mod this community. It's just wonderful. It's been a great experience. I hope you've had as good as possible a 2021 and definitely hope that 2022 is better. Do your part to kind of wash your hands, wash your hands, wear your mask, mask, get faxed, get boosted, like do all this stuff. I will be boosted the minute my government says that I'm allowed. Let's get all of this. Let's wrap it up, honey. Like, so over COVID. Yeah. Now, this isn't gaze over COVID where we pretend it doesn't happen. This is gaze over COVID where we are getting shit done. Yeah, like, like, I am... Can we can we cancel COVID? <laughs> cancel culture. Where are you when we need you? Like, good God. All right. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. I'm James. I'm Nick. And we'll see you next week. Or hear you next week. Something. You'll we'll, hear us next week. Yeah, you'll hear us next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>